live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwap. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwap. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. There is no $30 million fund. There is no $5 million. There is no 10 This is garbage. And it does. It pisses me off. And here it comes from a site called Bro Bible by a guy named Slice Bread. And then to have coaches in our leg and across this leg to say it, Clown axe. Jordan, a long rainbow shirt. Thunder money ball. That one came down wet. A pot of gold at the bottom of that rainbow, baby. Maddie drives, turns, spins, feeds wide open. Scott lays it up. And Liz Scott did it again. She drains the layup with 5.9 seconds left. In five, four. Lewis drives all the way and puts up a layup. Missed it. Rebound. Battled for. Loose on the floor. Buzzer with Callum Sooners. Game over. Oklahoma comes into the Farrell Center and knocks off the Baylor Bears by a final score of 78 to 77. Clown axe. Hi, good morning, everybody. Your beloved clown axer here. I'm Toby rolling alongside sliced bread. It's Thursday, February 3rd. It is a new day. In the winter wonderland we call Oklahoma. This show every day brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Man, what a perfect, what a perfect, uh, place to advertise on an extreme outdoor weather day. You know, I'm the bad boy of Oklahoma sports radio. That's what most people think. And XOE is a full line dealer for bad boy zero turn mowers, tractors, and implements check them out at extreme outdoor equipment tj perry good morning how are you today you know what jimbo's problem is with me just because i want to write for bro bible under the name sliced bread and all of a sudden he's got a problem with me clown (laughs) axe oh jimbo Boy, he was lit up yesterday it was a it was a great rant but i sat there the whole time thinking to myself there's not an individual, I think, on the planet that may be as slimy and dirty to me as Jimbo Fisher. So I was laughing the whole time he's on this rant uh, about things not being true and co- other coaches saying this and this is what these coaches are doing. And I'm like, you're a slime ball, dude. Just looking at you, you ooze slime. So great rant, but I, I mean, wasn't I would, buying any I would of it. Nominate- I would nominate Lane Kiffin for that award. That no, Lane Jimbo. Kiffin's a good guy compared to Jimbo Fisher. Trust me on that. 
People oh, out okay. there have their feelings for Trump. They have their feelings for Fauci or Biden. Uh, all these political, uh, you know, figures that uh, people have their feelings one way or the other. Jimbo Fisher is the worst. Okay, that's what I'm telling you. You can trust me on that. I don't know. He was. Did you hear what he was saying about what a great place Texas A&M is? I you heard know, him. I heard everything he yeah. said as he was oozing slime out his ears. They're they're charging uh, in the SEC, and everybody better watch out and all that kind of stuff. I'm. At, uh, let me let me just rephrase this. I'm absolutely one hundred percent willing to get behind your claim that Jimbo Fisher is full of slime. I am not. <laughs> arguing with that whatsoever i'm just saying he's got company well there's a lot of company i'm just saying he may be yeah. the king sitting up on the throne king so, slime king okay slime, he can have yeah. the king slime <laughs> there's a lot of slime oh uh, uh lane's taking pictures with tigers you know and stuff so how about this conference we're about to get into tj i huh? love it i love it i love the cast of characters in this conference Man, Jeez. let's go. Clown axe. Yeah, that's right. Clown axe. Clown axe. Oh, man. How's everybody doing out there, huh? How was your snow day part one? Today's snow day part two. The state's getting more snow. We're in lockdown. No school, no work. Uh, we broke this story, by the way, on this show on Tuesday. All school, all work canceled the next two days. TJ tried to get me to walk that back. I didn't. I stuck with it. It was true. And uh, today we're home again. I got to tell you, this is like a weekend, TJ. I don't ever get two days back-to-back off these days, this time of year. This is beautiful, man. And Rudy's shows are canceled tonight and everything. I played some board games last night on a Wednesday night with my family. Aren't you, aren't you just like Jenny a Jimbo made tacos? Fisher? I'm not slimy. I'm just saying I got like a weekend here in the middle of a Wednesday, Thursday with no work. It's been great. <laughs> tacos I mean, I get and up board and do a radio show for three hours. Yeah, watched the finish of some good basketball last night. Uh, K-State beats OSU on a three, the buzzer-ish. Uh, the OU women was a great game last night. Oh, what a story that was. <laughs> Poor Chris. Chris Plank texted me at one forty-five yesterday. Yeah. I, got, I started getting the text, too. Did, have you ever felt as bad for an individual as you did for Chris Plank around 2 o'clock yesterday? My goodness. Very few. Very few. <laughs> very few. It's one forty-five, and he said, dude, our plane didn't make it. We're busing down to Waco. And I thought, well, he's texting me from the Dallas-Fort Worth area or something and just letting me know they're on a bus. And I was like, ah, man, that stinks. I mean, that's, you know, it's a five-hour bus ride. It's not the end of the world, but that stinks. Ride a bus down there game day. I was like, when did you guys leave? And he goes, no, you don't understand. We haven't left yet. And I was like, I'm doing the math. I'm like, wait, you guys started seven? You haven't left yet on a bus? And you're, you're going to hit DFW at rush hour. It, it ain't working. It ain't, it doesn't add up. He's like, I know. And then for them to get down there 
they're taping ankles on the bus. They're I don't know. He's they said something about warming up on the bus. I don't even know how you do that. I don't know how you do that. I how saw do you that do too. That? I don't know what they were doing on the bus, running running up and down the aisle one person at a time. I don't know. Chris said, I gotta tell you a story. We almost died today, so I don't even know what that was about. They were joking in the post game interview about somebody uh about hopping a curb and somebody not getting I don't know what happened, but it sounds like it was the trip from you know where down there through traffic, through weather. They push back the game. They run off the bus. They run onto the court and play and then beat Baylor. Wow. The thing I didn't know, now, did they stay there last night or did they bus back and take they all s- night? They stayed in Fort Worth. At okay. least that was okay. the plan when all they right. were leaving. That's the one thing I didn't have details on, so I wasn't sure about. Yeah, that was the plan anyway. Uh, in the post game, they were going to go up to Fort Worth and spend the night. Ugh. So, still, what makes it go down a lot easier though? Like now, it's just a great story. If you go down there and get beat by twenty, then we have a post trip meeting about what went wrong. You know, <laughs> how did this happen? But when you go down there and that happens and you win, you're like, oh, what a great travel story we've got now. So. Man, what a team that team. They're 19 and 3, TJ. Zero expectations coming into this year. Zero, Zero expectations. They uh in a tough fight, close game on the road like that. And then uh you get the late bucket and you're able to hold them off there the last few seconds. So, yeah, tremendous win by them. Liscott was Liscott that hit that late shot. Yeah. So, Yeah, that's right. Um no, that's a big-time win under the circumstances, that's for sure. Yeah, when he was texting me and everything, I'm like, why aren't they postponing this game? Because I already knew the weather was starting about then, and I already knew that it was kind of – I had already seen some maps on some things that I follow in the Texas area. Like, it was cutting through there as well, and I'm like, they're driving into this junk? Like, why aren't we postponing this game? But they made it and got the victory, so like you said – uh, instead of those type of uh, questions and stuff, now you have a, a great travel story if you're Chris Plank or anyone with the team. Well, so I'm confused, and I just have to hear the whole story from someone at some point. I don't know why they didn't go Tuesday. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Like that, risking that. traveling on game day in this weather mm-hmm. is too risky, you know. And Tuesday was a nicer day much you know it was i don't remember what the temperature was on tuesday but it was fine you know it was a little windy i think i if I remember correctly but i don't know why they didn't get down there bus or plane or whatever on tuesday and and avoid this stuff but like i remember uh, a couple of years ago the year i had my back surgery uh the men had a game in lubbock and a similar situation there was a winter storm and they weren't going to be able to fly so they bust out there and back, and I was like, I can't do that. I can't get on a bus in the condition I'm in. I cannot ride on a bus for six hours out there and six hours back in the current state of my back. It hurts to sit there for ten minutes. So Chad went on the trip. You remember that? I stayed yeah, back. Yeah, I remember and Chad that. Chad went out there mm-hmm. and called the game, and uh, I think it was a terrible bus ride, especially coming back. They slid off the road at one point and everything, but. Anyway, so, uh, some miscommunication or miscalculation or something took place for them to be in that predicament. But <laughs> it's all smiles. I'm sure there were some people fuming. I'm sure there were some people embarrassed. But 
when you win by one, especially in that building where they haven't swept Baylor since 2009, and nothing but smiles afterwards. So that's a great win. Then you had National Signing Day yesterday. Uh, Oklahoma will run down their class. Brent Venables pulls off a magic trick. He pulls a rabbit out of his hat to get after the evacuation when Lincoln Riley bailed for USC uh, to to turn around and turn this into a single-digits-rated signing class magic trick. And he got five more guys yesterday to add. And, I, you know, they're still in the hunt for uh, another guy or two that haven't announced yet. Uh, uh, you you got to give it up to him, man. The job that he and uh, and that coaching staff did is uh, a minor miracle, honestly. And so we'll talk some signing day coming up as well. It's a weird signing day with uh, – uh, I think they thought everything was going to be done about 1.30. Then it ended up being strung out till like 3.30 or 4. So the press conference didn't start till 4.30, and that lingered until like 6 o'clock or so. <clears throat> but we got some talkers on this coaching staff, Teach. Uh, so I tried to warn you about that yesterday morning. They they ended up uh, rolling out a bunch of people for that press conference last night, and it just kept going and going and going. Uh, Zoom <laughs> press conference. Zoom. But uh, it was a, for to be stuck at home. Uh, that was an eventful day of sports. Boy, gut punch for OSU too. I mean, they led a lot of that game at Kansas State, and just took a dagger there at the buzzer. So we go into Bedlam with two mad and down basketball teams. Uh, desperate on Saturday. Uh, Oklahoma, you know, in a little different situation because of the postseason hopes and things, but still, there there is a sense as we go into Bedlam round one that this is a must win for both teams. So, anyway, we got a lot to talk about today, Teach. How was your How was your day yesterday? Um. Messy and uh, scary for a short period of time, um, but okay overall. Okay overall. We have uh, been dealing the last week or so with some issues with our pug, with Brooklyn. And um, so I, there was a quick rush to the vet yesterday. They said, get her here immediately. We want to oh, take no. x-rays. So we're doing x-rays. And it's uh, to that age that we don't know if it's age. We don't know if something yeah. else is going on. So it's... I thought worst. on the way, you know, and I'm driving at 345 when it's about as worst, <laughs> the worst spot of the day because it was that sleet and just nastiness that was coming down. So I'm trying to get there, and they're calling, saying, uh, we're closing early. And I'm like, you're the one that told me to come. I'm on my way. So we got there. Everything's all right as far as uh, inside her heart. No, no, nothing like that. There's a spot in her back. And anyway, 16 years old, and it's just one of those that you're yeah. walking into the vet or on the way to the vet like, Am I going to find out something here today and a decision is going to have to be made? I don't want to have to make this, you know, yeah. one of those situations. So um, we're all right. She's on some medication. There's some treatment they're going to do. But um, she's not doing well. But that was that was a lot of fun yesterday afternoon, especially when you combine it with the weather. But 
Uh, That's the worst, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, man. For now, now she's I'm okay. Sad. Now, for now, she's okay. She's okay. She's a fighter That's anyway, good. man. She's a fighter. She's just starting to lose the ability to walk and her back legs, and there's some issues there with that that they found in the x-ray. So she's on some medication. Have they we'll checked that her L5-S1 disc? <laughs> That's was, what it was for I me. did feel like I was a little bit like the parent of a, a football athlete. She was showing me a knee joint, and something wasn't there, and something had broke away, and they didn't know how it had broke away. And I'm like, uh, she's not a running back or anything. So. <laughs> Is it her ACL? It was, it, it was basically MCL like a doggy ACL. ACL uh, is how they were, you know, <laughs> the way I felt like when she was describing it, yes. Yeah. So, and she's going to be out at least six months with that. <laughs> That's right. But no heart condition that they were worried about or, you know, when you get That's in there good. with x-rays and anything internally or anything. So that was all good. That was That's a relief good. once I got that news. <laughs> now the drive here yeah. this morning. People, stay at home. You didn't take the cho- you didn't take the chopper. I didn't take the chopper. I wouldn't have flown in the chopper yeah. in this. Heck, no. All right. Well, let's talk some weather when we get. Nobody's listening to us today. It's just you and me, Teach. That's right. Nobody's going you to gave school. Everyone Nobody's the day going off. to work. Everybody's off. It's just you and me talking. Nobody. Uh, I wonder if there's any ranchers out there or oil, oil refinery workers out there listening today. So it's probably just us. 405-329-9000, if you'd like to call in today, you could text us, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. We're working today. We understand the responsibility for the mental well-being of the state of Oklahoma that we carry on our broad shoulders here on the T-Row in the Morning Show. It's a snow day. Thursday, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. The question on the uh, table today is, does anyone grill more meat in this world than Ryan Gaines? No So that's the question. (laughs) My goodness. He always makes me hungry for steak. Who were, were they cooking for the whole baseball team last night? No, he just does that, man. He'll post it like once or twice a week, and then he'll. Uh, have you ever not seen his uh, food prep pictures? Yeah, I like have. it's just Tupperware after like Tupperware of steaks. Yeah, he said it was uh, Gabe Gaines, though. He says like, "What do you do when you're snowed in? If you're Gabe Gaines or something like that?" And he shows like, I don't know how many. What were those steaks or <laughs> steaks? I think yeah, or? feeding that kid. Goodness gracious. It was, it was like, like, an afternoon, of them. like an afternoon snack of 25 steaks or something. I don't know. I'll tell you, uh, I love my children. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, uh, take a shot at and then brag on one of them here real fast before you uh, read your text or whatever. So, Trevor, they're all home. Peyton came home yesterday before the snow started. School canceled at OU and everything. Jenny goes shopping, and I go shopping on Monday. For the big Monday game, I went by that secret club I belong to that I don't like to brag about. Of course not. And Jenny went to the grocery store. I got some things. She got some things. We got uh, some meals. We knew what was coming this week. We loaded the house with groceries, okay? Well, it's about 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon, and Trev's like, "Uh, what's for dinner? And Jenny tells him uh, the options. And he's like, "Uh, I really feel like, like a pot roast or something tonight. I was like, pot roast? <laughs> First off, it's snowing to beat the band outside. Second, it takes like, 
you know, to do a pot roast, right? Like forty six hours, hours in a crock pot at or least. something like that. At the least, it's yeah. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. Like, what are you suggesting here? That we go buy a pot roast and eat at ten o'clock tonight? Like, he's like, um, he didn't really want any options. So, like thirty minutes before we're gonna eat, he's putting like a two year old. He's putting chicken fingers in the oven for himself to eat, and I'm like, what? <laughs> You're 23 years old, man. We're having tacos. We're not having... Yeah, I mean, that's normally a great choice for everyone, tacos. We're not having, like, like something gross here. We're not having oysters on the half shell. You know what? We're having tacos. He's like, um, I'll just make my own chicken fingers, you know. But here's the other. I'll bring it. So he works at the Sooner Club. He's a GA at the Sooner Club. He's in grad school. He's at GA with him. And uh, I I know he works over there, and I hear all the people that work over there with him, you know, tell me what a great job he does and stuff. But I don't ever see him. Right. Only time I see him is when he comes home and complains that he doesn't want tacos and watches Netflix and all that kind of stuff. So I don't, I've never seen him actually at work before. Well, yeah, yes, they're working from home yesterday and today because of the weather. So after the show yesterday, it's like ten o'clock in the morning, and I'm doing whatever around the house, and here comes Trev. He's setting up in the on the kitchen table. He's he's like setting up a workspace. He's got two laptops. He pops open there. He starts whipping out all these papers and files and stuff, and uh, and then he's he starts making phone calls to donors, and he's having like professional conversations with these OU fans about all kinds of different things. And I'm looking at him in the other room. I'm like, that's my son. Like I've never he's being an adult in there right now. Listen to that. Like that. <laughs> I've never gets, seen him in that setting before. And then he goes I was, and makes my, a plate of chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, here's the thing. It was like he was disappointed because Jenny, you know, we talked about ordering groceries versus picking them up. Jenny had ordered groceries to be delivered. And she had ordered, quote, unquote, <laughs> fun nuggets. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Because Trev wanted fun nuggets. <laughs> of course he did. And I, and he's waiting, you know, earlier in the day, he's waiting for the groceries to be delivered, and he's, like, staring out the window while he's doing this professional work. He's like, I'm just waiting for the fun nuggets to arrive. I'm like, fun, what are fun nuggets? And he goes, uh, they're different. They're nuggets, like, shaped like dinosaurs and other things like that. I was like, what? Are they better than just like regular chicken nuggets? And he goes, yeah, they taste better. For three-year-olds, well, yes, when you're trying to get them to eat. Yes, he's 23 years old, folks. Okay. <laughs> the groceries arrive, and the person doing the shopping for us uh, couldn't find the fun nuggets. So they brought oh, no. uh, chicken fingers instead. And the disappointment on this 23-year-old's face was unbelievable. <laughs> Which I can't imagine there's that much difference of a taste between the fun nuggets there's and the no chicken There's no difference fingers. in the taste, no. But he's just distraught. But he's been thinking about them all day, so at 4 o'clock, you know, he makes the chicken fingers instead of the tacos that mom's making. So anyway, uh, I was – the dichotomy in uh, him in one day was interesting. That's to funny. I'm That's sorry. Funny. Go ahead. Do so your he's test. a professional, at least. You know that now at this point, so – he was phenomenal. He was he was <laughs> dealing with these people because the job that he's been given right now is not a fun job. He's you know the you know what rolls downhill, and he's kind of you know he's a GA over there, and he, so they're giving him 
the task that Kevin Henry doesn't want to deal with, you know. And so it's calling people that are upset about things or, or returning calls with people that aren't happy. And that's not fun, but he just handles them with deft, soft touch. Of I just made my heart proud, you know. I was like, look at that kid. Look at him. All grown up. He's, like, he's he all up grown he goes, up. When are the fun nuggets going to arrive? Like, <laughs> if, he's, if he ever finds himself in urgent need of uh, popcorn chicken or something like that, I, I, I have to keep plenty on stock at my house, so let him know if just run across town or something because my kid eats them by the plate too. So, my goodness, he lives off of popcorn chicken. How old's your kid? Uh, 11. <laughs> 11. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. No work? Cool. Can Toby come over and serve breakfast? Clockwork and clown axe. Love it. It's from William the innkeeper. Yeah, William's got to keep the bed and is breakfast somebody, going. He's got to get up and work. Is somebody staying there? In the, in the, somebody staying May have had someone get stuck there. You don't know. William just making it for himself. Clown axe. <laughs> no, he's he's got to get it ready for the uh, people staying with him, mm. so... Uh, what is it with airport issues and OU athletics and then having great games fo- following delays? We need to do more of this more often it's from OU Architect. It does seem that... Uh, yeah, it happened to the football team at mm-hmm. Kansas State. I'm sure that's what he's referring to. Didn't it happen to you guys West Virginia once? Basketball? Lost that game. On, on oh, a, we did lose that overtime. game? Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the game we ended up staying in uh, Newark, New Jersey. Yeah, that's Worst right. Worst trip that's ever. right. <laughs> Lost it. That's part of the bad trip is they hit a shot at the buzzer to, to beat OU. Uh, yeah, well, it's worked out a couple of times. It hasn't worked out a couple of times, too, though. This Air Comfort Solutions texter says, I'm listening. Thank you for the book. Didn't sign who no, it was. Great. Thanking you for the book. I had a snow day special yesterday. A few people bought some books from me, so maybe that's one of the uh, one of the people. You're welcome. Thank you for buying it. Good morning from the Ponca City Refinery. You know it, Toby. Ponca City Refinery. Loud and clear, old son. <laughs> i got to read that better. Loud and clear, old son. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, we are the radio show of choice in P-City. Everybody knows that. So, and why wouldn't Thanks we for be? listening up there. Ponca. Preach. Uh, all right, time out time. When we come back, let's hear the postgame thoughts of Jenny Baranchek after her Sooners beat Baylor, sweep Baylor last night, 78-77 in a thriller. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Coach, everything this team had to go through today, how about that? Holy cow. I mean, honestly, this is, uh, Baylor's such a good basketball team. I mean, they're just so talented, and they took it to us really in that first quarter, and I thought we really withstood that. I thought our second quarter was great. Um, But I'm just really, really proud of the way that we managed really the end of the game. I thought our players were locked in. You know, I think we gave up a few too many boards, but uh, they really locked in. And then how about just finding each other at the end of the game? It was just what an awesome play by Maddie Williams. I mean, T-Rob, you you think in that moment, right, you see, I think she was almost triple teamed at that Mm -hmm. point. And you were being face guarded and almost double teamed the whole second half. How big was it to see Liz Scott do it again late like Mm -hmm. that? Uh, that was big time. Um, she was in the right spot at the right time, and we were able to find her. 
Yeah, and Liz was great today. She I mean, was. I thought, you know, again, I know she's got some foul trouble, and at some point we'll work through that, but I thought she was so much more aggressive today, and we needed her to be. I mean, right from the very beginning, I thought she did a nice job, especially from the first time that we played Baylor to this time. Uh, it was really fun to be able to watch her. Our post-game interview with Coach Baranchek is brought to you by OU Health. Now, T-Rob, I know you, you're a creature of habit, so how challenging was it to have things kind of askew for you? You didn't let it bother you, did you? No, um, it was a crazy day. Um, it ended <laughs> out, got a crazy win. Um, <laughs> um, it was it was a crazy day. It was really fun, though. We got to just be together all day and to come in and play as a team and play that same way and get a win was cool. How With the team that goes 6-3 and 6-2 on its front line, T-Rob, take me through how you end up out-rebounding them 46-35. What they, was didn't, the they didn't know that because I kept telling them we were getting out-rebounded. <laughs> but it really felt like that we were. And really, I mean, Melissa Smith had eight offensive rebounds. I mean, she's yeah. incredible. I mean, yeah. she... She really is, and we need to do a better job, uh, really, in terms of boxing her out. And really, I thought we did a nice job, really, until, like, the end, right? We had a couple few-minute spurts here and there um, that we just didn't. But, uh, you know, before we get off air, I do want to just thank Baylor for working with us uh, because they didn't have to, and they did. And so that's something that's, I think that's a very, very classy move, uh, and I'm really appreciative of that. Um because this was a fun game. It was a fun game for women's basketball today. Absolutely. Two, two more, and I'll get you guys out of here. T-Rob, I, I know it was in the percentage that you like to shoot, but just take me through the confidence of this team to continue to know that you've got some, everyone's got your back, right? And you've got each other's back. Yeah, for sure. We Everybody always believes that whatever shot that I shoot or anybody else on the team shoots, that we always think that it's going to go in. And if it doesn't, then the next one's going to go in. And we just have the belief that whatever shot we get, we're always going to get a good one and we're going to make it. All right. And the coach, take me through that last play. You didn't use a timeout. You were going gonna to let your... Uh, your Players go out and make a play, and they did. Well, I think it's, you know, we make reads. And even though our formation is, you know, it's very similar in, in a lot of our end-of-game situation plays, but there's different people in there, and so there's different people that have to guard it. And so, but when you have a play, you, when you have players like Taylor and you have players like Maddie Williams who can just make plays and make reads, it's not, they're not one-on-one -on -one players. They can make a play when it's a one-on-one. -on -one. Well, Maddie can. I'm kidding. Taylor, I'm wow. kidding. No, Taylor's amazing. No, Taylor's amazing. But but no, I think they're making the reads. I mean, Maddie, Maddie, we want the ball in her hands. And every time she's making the right decision, you know, there's a lot of players that would force that shot and then try to get fouled or something else. And she saw the open person. And, and, and just real quick, the uniqueness, taping on the bus, stretching on the bus. Straight our warm our pregame warm up right. was on the bus. We yeah. drove over a curb to get here. We, that you know, truck almost got run run over. over. He was not going to let us over. You know, and I don't know if anyone would believe you if you didn't have people that could back it up for you. So it was the craziest day, one of the craziest days of all time. Um, but we made it, and and to come away with really how we played and the belief that they continue to have in each other i'm just i'm really really proud because this is a very very good baylor basketball team congrats coach thank you congrats, sooner um i mean what a season uh 19 and 3 couple of things there one kudos to chris chris playing that's we, we had the perfect guy to have to be in that situation he is our mcgruber only MacGyver. But everything goes wrong for MacGruber, right, TJ? I don't really know what MacGruber is. But he's the like the MacGyver that every, the bomb ends up blowing up anyway, right? 
MacGruber, yes. MacGyver's the good one. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. He's our MacGyver because Chris had the smarts knowing that they were not going to have time to go run in, set up, and do a full 30-minute pregame show. And we got sponsors and everything that have to be taken care of. He recorded segments of the pregame show on the bus, sent it to Learfield so that they could start the pregame show without him actually being set up and get a full 30-minute pregame show in like we're supposed to. He recorded pregame interviews with coach, with players, whatever he could on the bus to get it going. Just, I don't know if I would have thought of that. I probably wouldn't have, but Chris thinks of everything, so. Uh, and then he raced in, set up, called a game tremendously and uh, had a great attitude about it the whole time. So love that guy. Also, remember Greg Maddox, Teach? The pitcher? Yeah. Yes, I've heard of him. Yeah, I remember him. I, I think Taylor Robertson is the female basketball version of Greg Maddox. And I mean this, like if you didn't know who Greg Maddox was and you saw him walking down the street, right, accountant, out of his baseball uniform, right, you would think, I don't know, businessman going to a meeting. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. said accountant, accountant, we science teacher, maybe a bank banker, teacher, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Definitely not an athlete, right? No, no, does not have the appearance of an athlete at all. If you saw Taylor Robertson walking across campus, you'd like, I bet she just came from a Bible study or something, right? <laughs> She's an assassin. <laughs> I think that's part of her secret, man. She, I, I, I think opponents, especially if you haven't played OU before, like you watch the film and you're like, this girl, you cannot give her space. You, you see her name on the sheet and what she shoots and the record she holds and everything. And you're like, we got we to guard this Robertson. All right, let's take a look at the video. And you're like, wait, her? That's the girl? And then they get out there with them. And you're like, you must, I, we must have gotten the wrong tape. This is the girl that is the greatest shooter in the history. And then, bam, bam, bam. I mean, she is unbelievable. She doesn't, sometimes I don't even think she touches the ball. She gets it off so quick. It's like she's got a force field on her hands that just deflects it in the way, in the direction of the rim. <laughs> right. She is the most humble-looking assassin in the history of basketball. Gosh, she's so good. I'm trying to think of someone else. Like I'm trying to think NBA-wise, even college basketball, and there's nobody coming to mind that that fits what you're talking about right there. I'm sure there is, and I'm just not thinking of them, but. No, you're right. You're right. Does not have that appearance at all. No. No. If, if you were there, like they have the cameras when the team's getting off the bus, you know, or for a big game or something, they show the team getting off the bus, you would think, well, look at that uh, manager who's not carrying any bags. That's a little odd. I wonder uh, they should uh, – team. nope, it's the greatest three-point shooter in the history of the Big 12. That this team is, uh, I can't. I mean, they're going to be, they're on track anyway to be what, like a top four seed in this yeah, thing. Incredible, so, incredible what she's done and the turnaround the they've had. Twelve again, yeah, it really is. 
And a lot of these games have gone, you know, they beat Baylor by one. They beat Texas by two. Uh, they've had some other close ones along the way that they've just been able to pull out. So, Hey, next up for them, by the way, Saturday at 3, hosting West Virginia, back at the Lloyd Noble Center. Timing Saturday works out perfect. you got Bedlam Minute 11, Sooner Women at 3. So you can, if you're not going to Stillwater, you can watch the men's game, listen to the men's game, and then make it out to the LNC for the, uh, it's the play for K game. They'll be wearing the pink and everything on Saturday. 3 o'clock, West Virginia, they will go for win number 20. All right, we got to talk some signing day coming up. We're going to hear from Brent Venables coming up. Take some of your text messages as well when we come back. Plus, if you haven't heard the entire Jimbo Fisher rant, we've got that for you today as well. Back after this. This is four-time national championship OU women's gymnastics coach K.J. Kindler, and you're listening to The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Norman Regional Hospital, the Healthplex, and a number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. Norman Regional Health System is here to serve all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Go ahead, slice bread. Good morning, y'all. Hey, y'all stay safe. Boomer, Jeremy from Harlingen, Texas. Thank you, Jeremy. What a guy that Jeremy is. Every day, just a great attitude. This listener says, listening in from Denver. Hey. He could handle these conditions. Wow. That's the Mile High City, Teach. Uh, that's true. It is the uh, Mile High City. Yeah, the franchise is for sale if you're interested. You uh, money bags. Uh, hey, Toby. After watching all the interviews yesterday, Jason Llewellyn really stood out to me. Dude already has the size of an NFL tight end. Mm-hmm. I could almost promise he will be the next big deal in the NFL, at least at the tight end position. Wow. Why would you do that? Why would you promise uh, that a high school kid is going to put a do lot that? of pressure? He is impressive. On him. Put a lot of pressure. Both on him. of Jeez. these tight ends, uh, they're bringing in six foot five. Uh, both, you know. Andrews-esque in uh, – that's bigger than Mark, I think. I don't think Mark was – maybe he was. But, um, yeah, they both look uh, – Helms, Caden Helms, Jason Llewellyn, good-looking players. Thank you for watching all the interviews, too. That took a lot of time if you watched them all. Appreciate you guys listening from Wright City, Oklahoma this morning. Boomer Sooner. All right, Texas boy, let's test your uh, geography. Where could we find Wright City, Oklahoma? I know where Wright Grocery Store used to be in Norman. I don't know where Wright City is. Yeah, you're embarrassing. Do you know where Wright City is? It's down by Broken Bow, down far south. You could tell me that, and I wouldn't know if you're right or not. Yeah, down Ida Bell, that area down there. Uh, You forget, Teach. I hosted the number one Friday high school football show in the state. You've traveled many more parts of the state than I have. I do not argue that with you. Flew around in helicopters. Remember that stick I had to take around? I remember your stick you took and delivered to kids. We never went to Wright City, but uh, shared a lot of football scores on the Friday. Isn't there a Wright City, Utah? You know what? I love the state of Oklahoma so much. I don't pay that much attention to other (laughs) other states. So stupid. 
Utah. Is that what you're thinking of? <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> Listening in New Jersey all day, every day. Thanks for the books, T-Row. Not to Man. be confused with T-Bow. By the way, oh, I said it. Dad, gum it. I had it written on my notes that I was eventually going to, but now it's going to be a problem again. So we have complained about our phones listening to us. Yeah. You and I don't use. You've complained about it. I don't mind. The Tebow helps me shortly. Right. It bothers you. This would bother you. So we don't use that term that often when referring to him, but a lot of people on the station do, so I'm around it. I'm around it a lot. My phone apparently picks it up. I did not know this until yesterday, and I'm scrolling through my social medias, and I'm like, what are all these pop-up ads of men in their underwear? Apparently, there's a Tebow brand underwear without the W, and I'm getting all these pop-up ads now for this underwear because people around this station keep saying that word. That's funny. (sighs) It's like, why are all these men in their underwear on my timeline? That's Tebow underwear. really that's your best guess as to why the ads <laughs> are popping up? That's my best guess, yeah. <laughs> okay. Good morning. Have a great day, Boomer. Clearwater sooner. Do you think that's Clearwater, Florida? It is Clearwater, Florida, yes. Man. People love New to Jersey, brag. Jersey, Florida, Denver. They're loving to Man. brag where they're listening at right now. Uh, just caught the highlights from last night's women's win. Ladies taking care of business. Hashtag Boomer. TCB. Hashtag Sooner right back at you. Is that it? That's it for now. All right, very good. Uh, it's 7 o'clock. Let's take a break. We got a lot of ground still to cover, so everybody buckle up. We got to talk some uh, Big 12 standings, the midweek games for the men over and women. We'll update you on those standings going into the weekend and what the Saturday slate looks like. We're going to hear from Brent Venables, his thought on the, thoughts on the signing class headed to Norman, the number eight ranked class in the nation. And if you haven't heard the Jimbo Fisher rant yet, you're going to love it. We'll be back.